Hello, hello everyone. It's your girl Gabrielle from A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. So we have a brand new episode of Hot Topics today. So if you've been living under a rock, you have no idea who we are, you have no idea about our web series. This is a web series where we talk real talk about things that are happening in our purview. We are a tutoring company. So things like education, physical health, mental health, social services, finance, all that good stuff. So today is a, especially a see day because our topic today is the misconceptions about weight loss. So you definitely want to stay tuned. I may want to get out a, a, a pad and pencil and take notes. But uh, yeah, so our topic today is the misconceptions about weight loss. And I have a guest with me who's going to help me out. Her name is Danita Young. So let me tell you a little bit about her. She's the owner and co-founder of Booty Bands and Barbells registered, which is a female fitness brand that uses women's design fitness equipment, educational content, person, a personal training app, and best tasting protein to help end the toxic weight loss loop and create long-term results. Booty Bands and Barbells started in 2017, and in four short years, they have over 370 thousand women in their community, 17 women designed products, and they generated $11.2 million, and they are just getting started. So Danita is a certified personal trainer, NQ bikini competitor, and a women's mindset and health specialist who is passionate about giving women the tools to look and feel their best from the inside. So let's cut fat and keep your curve. So I'm going to bring Zanita onto the stage. Hi. Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm doing let's, great. Did I say that right? 11.2 million? Yeah, 11.2 million. Yep. We've been, we've been operating for about four years now. And the CEO, which is my boyfriend, he's the internet marketer. So we do paid ads, influence management. Um, we are all over every single platform, whether that's TikTok, whether that's Instagram, whether that's, uh, I mean, everything. We're, we're literally everywhere. So yeah, we've been able to really diverse ourselves everywhere. So yeah. Awesome. Good for you. Good for you. All right. So, you know, we talked in the preliminary interview and you have a, you are very passionate about this. Yes. And you have an interesting perspective on the way that women are losing weight. So I'm going to hand over the floor and please delve right in. Yeah. So first, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be here and to uh, give me an audience where we can help step into our best. So I initially, as you said, allowing to give the trophy to another person, as you see, as she read off my bio, national qualified bikini competitor, which means I could have gone to nationals, but I turned it down. And the reason why is because I was up on stage being compared to other women. And as I'm getting these trophies, I found out the secret on how to actually get my body the way I wanted it. As myself, I struggled with 
uh, overweight, cellulite, and just feeling like I was in this toxic weight loss loop and I couldn't seem to master it. And it wasn't until I hit the stage, I've got these trophies in my hands and I'm just going like, wait a minute, but I'm being compared to other women. I wanted to take the trophies in my hands and give them to the women that were asking me the questions, Danita, how do you do it? And so now that's where the Booty Bands and Barbells community is where it started, is allowing them to really step into their best self by having the tools and also the knowledge on how to get there. So I'll dive into it. So if you do have any questions, I don't know if people can chat in here or whatever. If they do have any questions later, you can always reach me. Um, so bootybands.com, obviously, or you can even email me at danita at bootybands.com. If you have specific questions that you want to dive into a little bit deeper, let me know. Um, or Gabrielle, if you have something that you want to dive in, let me know. But I guess I'll just run for it. So the first thing with uh, weight loss, and the reason why I say I'm, it's not weight loss, it's going to be fat loss. And the reason why is because weight loss one, you're losing something, right? So when you lose your keys, your subconscious naturally goes into, I want to find it. So when you lose weight, naturally you're like, oh, I've lost this weight. But really it's about what you gained. And so I teach and re-educate women, focus more on gaining strength. Focus more on gaining your confidence. Focus more on gaining uh, consistency, gaining a routine, gaining a lifestyle, gaining love for yourself. So gaining those things allows us to now step into a different and newer version of ourselves rather than how many times have we said we want to lose that 5, 10, 15, 20 plus pounds? Like we're constantly saying that. Like when does that stop, right? It's when we start really reversing the thought and going, no, I'm going to start gaining something instead. And that's where the shift happens in our subconscious. But even a step back, let's go into really what weight loss is. Weight loss, you're losing three components. And Gabrielle, I don't know if you're still here, but I wanted to ask you and your followers right now, what are the three things that you lose in weight loss? Hmm, okay, this is an interactive uh, conversation. Um, the three things you lose. I don't think you lose muscle. Uh, is it fat, water? I'm afraid to say muscle. Do you lose muscle? <laughs> yeah, so great. So great job. You actually hit all three of them. So water, fat, and muscle. Okay, it is muscle. <laughs> yeah, so think about that for a second because for us that are trying to lose the weight and we're losing muscle with weight loss, like think about jumping up on a scale. You're, you're, the first thing that people do when they go to weight loss is they start working out and they start eating less. They start cutting back on their calories or they try to improve their calories, right? So naturally what happens when you're in weight loss, you go into a nutrient deficient. So sometimes they're not getting enough, mo um, not sometimes. All of the women I have spoken to, if I were to go through your diet, I will find that 100% of the time, women are get, not getting enough protein in. And so they're not feeding their muscle. And then if they're in a, um, a cardio and they're just doing a bunch of cardio, excessive cardio, where they're not doing any resistance training or weightlifting, you're losing muscle. So there is a stat out there. Three to 5% of your muscle is, is decreasing every decade after the age of 30. So hold on. You're losing three to 5% of your muscle mass. This isn't when you're just in weight loss. This is just because of age. So now think of when you're in weight loss. Now think about that percentage on how it goes up. So when you're losing your muscle, what does that really mean? What do you think that means? 
I'm asking you. Losing muscle. What does that mean? Um, well, we need muscle, right? So if we're losing muscle, well, I know that we're getting slimmer, right? Am I in the ballpark? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing great. So muscle, and I'm glad we're having this conversation because it allows us to kind of think about it a little bit more because I didn't know this either. When I was stuck in my toxic weight loss loop, I couldn't figure out what was going on. It's not. It's now until I have the, the educational behind it. And that's really what my key takeaway here is re-educating anybody, whether it be men or women, really about the really the success to break that toxic weight loss loop and to start really getting your transformation, to start really getting your results and just stop saying you want to lose that weight, but you already have that weight gone and you're in maintenance mode and you can just love your body and love your, your lifestyle. So going back to muscle, muscle is actually really linked to your metabolism. So when we are slowing and losing the muscle, you're slowing down the metabolism. So let's go back into that biggest loser show on NBC. Do you remember that show? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. So uh, so it was about um it was several years ago there was a big show that came out where oh, they wait, brought on Yeah, I think it's like they get a bunch of overweight celebrities and then they do have them do a bunch of um Sorry, to have them do a bunch of challenges like running over an ocean or jumping over logs or something like that. And then whoever loses the most weight wins. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So they brought on like really big celebrities on this on this show like i'm talking three four hundred pounds and they were bringing people in and they were going to show them, hey, we're going to take you through a weight loss journey. So 12 months later. They have done stats. How many people do you think have gained the weight back? And if not gained the weight back, gained back more than what they started the contest with? I would say 90%. You'd be absolutely right. They've actually said 90 to 100% of them. Most of the contestants have actually gained the weight back. Now that to me literally stabs a knife through my stomach. Like that makes me feel so sick for these people that they were publicly on NBC or ABC, I think it was NBC, but this huge show about how they lost all this weight. They went from like 300 pounds and they lost like all the way down to like 170 pounds. Like it was ridiculous how much weight these people lost. And now you're telling me that they've gained the weight back and some of, some of them have gained back more? Like that cripples me as a personal trainer. Like, I'm like, who are these people? Like, what did you just do? And so when you look at the studies, they have found that the, 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 the people that have done the show have a less, they have a slower metabolism than the average typical person. So not only did they sabotage their metabolism, what they also did is they sabotaged their mindset. So if you go back and watch the show, if you remember, they were yelling at these people. They were like, you fat slob, get up and do this. Do you really want it? Do you really want it? Like they were just yelling at him, right? So I truly believe that the way to actually really change your body is through your mind first. And if you start saying positive words to yourself and you start loving yourself and you really change this to be a positive version, then your body is just gonna naturally follow. But if you're saying you're a loser, called the biggest loser is the title of it. 
that's what it was called, the biggest loser. And so to me, like psychology wise, like you go into the the, the neural chemistry of a, of a brain and you start telling people that they're losers, like, yeah, they're going to gain the weight back. And so that's why this really this toxic weight loss loop for me is understanding first the chemical part of our brain. And then the next is really understanding truly how to speed the metabolism. That's the two components. That's really where it's at. So with booty bands and barbells, as you can tell, I'm extremely passionate about this. We have a mindset program. And what's so beautiful is these women coming in being like, I've tried everything, Danita. I've tried weight loss programs. I've tried pills. I've tried keto. I've tried starving myself. Literally, like they've tried everything. And when they come in and I sit down and I go, okay, let's figure out what your sabotage loop is. And they have the awareness, which by the way, is obviously this first step for you on fighting negative self-talk on our, our interview we're gonna do with each other. Your first step is awareness. That's why I really loved linking up with you, Gabrielle, was um, that is the first step, is being aware of what your sabotage loop is. And when I show them literally like a drawn out version of like what their loop is, and they sit back and look at it, they go, oh, wow. And I ask them, how long have you been in the sabotage loop? The average answer is 20 plus years. Wow. 20 plus years that they're stuck in this loop. Now, again, that completely hurts my heart as I am so passionate about helping women step into their best. So the first thing I do is I have them become aware of that loop. The second step is now we rewrite the loop. What is it that you're supposed to do that is an empowered thought, an empowered feeling, an empowered action that you can do instead. And the second that they start to see that, the power starts to come back into their life. And it is beautiful to start seeing that power, that trophy back in their hands, recognizing and realizing they do and they always will have the power the whole time. I don't have the answers. You're the one that has the answers. I just lead you to the answers. So that's a first step as our mindset class. The second step is the tools and the, um, and the resources I give you. So the tools is obviously my name is called Booty Bands and Barbells, hence the the logo behind me. So we use resistance and weights to instead of just doing excessive cardio or starving yourself, we go into implementing what you're going to gain. You're going to gain strength. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to gain less pain because why? You're now putting muscles on your body, lean muscles, which is going to give you that shapely curve. The majority of people that go in weight loss are so dissatisfied by the end of weight loss because they've lost all their curves. So we show them when you're on the weight loss journey, how you can get your shape even when you're losing the weight. So that's why we say cut fat and keep your curves because it's really about building that. So any questions so far? I know I'm rambling. Well, I just wanted to um, <clears throat> share a point, uh, particularly about the biggest loser. They're, the contestants are losing weight pretty quickly. So it's probably like a three or four month thing that they're doing it. And then by the time the show is over, that's it. Like they, the thing is there, there's no routine. They're just kind of doing it. And then all this, all of a sudden it stops. And then it's like, now what? <laughs> so it's, you know, the problem with the show is they're kind of doing it in a short period of time, but they're not teaching the contestants about establishing a routine and what do you do when the show is over and how do you keep this up and and and, and how do you keep these skills going beyond the show? 
Yeah. I mean, again, what they're left with is a sabotage mindset. They're calling themselves a loser. Do you really want this? Do you really deserve it? Right? Like that, that's what they're left with. And that's step number one. That's the worst thing you could possibly leave someone with is that. And then the next, yeah, there's no lifestyle wrapped around it. You have to fall in love with being healthy. And that doesn't mean you have to not eat your love of food or you can't sit and do the things that you enjoy. Absolutely not. I still eat ice cream. I still eat pizza. I still go out to restaurants and enjoy the things. And I will make sure that all of the customer, all my members still love the life they live, but they're going to learn how to balance it correctly. They're going to learn the right way to learn how to portion their food so that they can still enjoy their stuff, but they're going to learn how to modify it. Learning, I mean, I, I can go in for days on this, blood sugar percent, the blood sugar that they do, the, the, the macro percentages, blah, 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 I can go into it. But when it comes down to it is really the educational piece behind it. So it's not about slowing your metabolism. It's gaining more lean muscle because we're already in a decline after the age of 30. And then when we're in weight loss, we're already declining that. So the, the trick is, is, how do we speed that metabolism? Because we do know that muscle, when we, are, when we do like, okay, here's a difference. When we do cardio, let's say we did 30 minutes of cardio. And let's say we burnt 100 calories in that session. Great. But when we stop the cardio, the calorie burn also stops. That's not the same with resistance training. When you do resistance, whether it's bands or weights, all those bands and weights behind me, when you're utilizing that, what's happening is your, your muscles are having to go back to their natural state, homeostasis. So when you're bringing up the oxygen level and you're um, repairing the muscles, your muscle, you're now burning not the 100 calories in that 30, 30 minutes, but you're burning, you could be burning up to calories 24 to 48 hours after your workout. So that's where I say you're going to be working smarter, not harder when you're going into a different way of doing it. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's get into the things that we're doing wrong in terms of weight loss. So you brought up a few things. So starvation, eating less, the, the excessive exercise, what other things are we doing wrong? Well, I speak to probably like hundreds and thousands of women um, on like a monthly basis. Like if it's not in my podcast, it's directly to them. Like I will speak to members in my Facebook group all the time. And so I really have kind of a really good sense as to finding out what specifically women in general are doing wrong. And this can be men too, but obviously my audience is 99.9% .9 women. But so let's dive into it. So starvation, that is a huge one. Why? Because what's happened in the weight loss industry, which is by the way, an $80 billion industry that keeps people in the toxic weight loss loop so they can continue to get more money. So you're not going to hear from their CEO coming to you directly like I am here, showing you my face and saying, let me show you the right way. So big difference. Let's go into starvation. Most women I speak to go into starvation mode because they think that the less calories in, they'll be able to, they'll be able to get smaller. But what they've noticed is it doesn't work. And here's the reason why. When you go into starvation mode, your body, when it's too low of calories, it goes, uh-oh, when am I getting to my next meal? It goes into sleep mode. Your body ends up storing and holding on to the fat 
because it doesn't know when it's getting its next meal in. Our bodies are really smart. Think about when the caveman era was and the caveman had to go out and catch the buffalo. Your body needed to preserve energy so that it could wait until its next meal. There's no different from us being caveman era and right now. So the worst thing possible that women are doing is when they decrease their calories way too low. So how do they do this? Most women are skipping meals. I ask them, I'm like, how many meals did you have today? Mm, one, maybe two. I'm like, of what? That is my first sign immediately that you're in starvation mode and your body is not working with you, it's working against you. Your body is holding on all the weight and that is why you're not losing the weight. Do not tell me that your body is just meant to be that way. Do not tell me that it's your genetics and don't tell me that it's your age because I used all those excuses too. <laughs> and it wasn't until I found out what I was doing wrong. So the first question, are you putting yourself in starvation mode? Essentially putting your body into sleep mode. Okay, that's one question. The next one is um, excessive cardio. Immediately when people go into weight loss, they think, okay, I just got to pick up my cardio. Well, in cardio, you're not doing anything for your muscles. If anything, if you didn't eat enough that day and you're going into cardio, you're burning more muscle. So when instead of thinking about the treadmill, a lot of people are going on these Peloton bikes, but I'm telling you right now, they're not going to love the shape that they're going to come out with. It's They're going to look very flat. They're going to look very soft skinny. So I go toward the direction of high intensity, so short, intense workouts. My workouts are 15 minute long, 15 minutes. That's my favorite thing to tell people is going, it is way better than a 45 minute cardio session where you're just burning through the muscle. Instead, focus on 10, 15 minutes of really going into high intensity. The first thing you wanna do is get your oxygen so you're completely depleted out of breath. So why? Because HIT and resistance training at the same time will make it so your body has to go back to its homeostasis. And that is when your body is going to be using way more calories after the workout. So your 10, 15 minute workout is not 10, 15 minutes. It's definitely like an hour plus. Like it's definitely going to be, I mean, you're burning calories up to 24, 48 hours after this type of workout. So way more. So that would be another one. Starvation, excessive cardio, and probably the last one I would say is letting your minds run your fitness. When you go into the excuses or when you go into the, the self-sabotage, that's, that's the biggest hindrance I can see on any weight loss journey is truly that psychology aspect. So those would be the three, I would say. So can you give an example of how women sabotage themselves. So what kinds of things do they say? What do they think about themselves? What kind of things have your clients told you? Okay, I might cry. So if you talked about real, this is where, um, this is obviously very deep and emotional to me because I hear what is going on personally in these women's life. So if you don't see passion at this point, now you can. So. What I see is a self-sabotage loop that usually consists of this. There's a trigger. And that trigger can happen at a certain time in your life. And I'll give you an example of one particular uh, member that I just had recently. She was, it usually can start around a really young age or it can be, um, it can even be up in like your 
grade school. It, it really can depend anywhere. Um, what happened is she was about nine years old when her mom remarried to her stepdad. And when her stepdad came into the picture, he goes, hey, hon, I, I, to the mom, hey, hon, I, I really think we need to have, I'm just going to use a, a name, um, Sarah. Uh, I think we're really going to need to have Sarah lose some weight. She's, she's kind of getting a little bit overweight. And, and what's not going to be good is um, when she gets into like middle school and high school, she's going to be made fun of. And so the mom said, okay, I'll go to her. So the mom went up to her and was like, hey, Sarah, let's, let's start figuring out how we can lose some weight. Let's do this. Let's do some diet and some exercise together. Well, in that moment is when she thought that she was broken. She thought that she wasn't enough. And she thought she needed to be fixed. Those were the those were the three the three things that she took away that she now identified with at that age. She goes, "I'm broken, I'm not good enough, and I need to be fixed." So that's her trigger. So then, what happens is she'll um, she goes through her life. She's now at the age of forty. So this has been going on ever since the age of nine. Okay, so everyone keep that in mind. So her trigger, her loop, she gets triggered by could just be somebody looking at her. And immediately the thought of, I'm broken. I'm not enough. Immediately what she did in that moment, she goes into the thought of, I feel bad for other people. They have to look at this. I, I'm just a disgrace to human body, a humankind. Like I'm, I'm, I should never be taking pictures or videos, anything. Like I should never have my body put on display. That's her thought, which then goes into a feeling. The feeling is, I'm hopeless. I'm not good enough. I'm. I don't deserve me, and nobody deserves me. Hence, the reason why she's also single. Not on top of a weight loss issue, but she's also struggling with trying to find the love of her life. Um, but she goes into the that void, that empty void of hopelessness. That hopeless, empty void always goes into eating to fill the void. That's usually the typical thing I see next is comfort food. And so that's what she does. She goes into something that makes her feel good because she's feeling so crappy. And so she eats the crappy food. And then after that, she feels obviously even more crappier, right? If you feel good in the moment, but then you feel crappy later on. I feel like we all have been there. And um, at that point, she does not go out and see people. She stays inside. She completely introverts herself. And that is hence the reason why she has never found a love of her life and why she continues to keep gaining the weight. There's your sabotage cycle. So she is, so did she ever lose? Well, she's before you, did she ever lose the weight? She never lost the weight. She's, she said she has been stuck in this ever since the age of nine. And she has continued to keep gaining weight and continuing to keep uh, wallowing in her sorrows and never being able to find any hope. And um, so she joined my mindset class um, just about a month ago. Probably actually, probably about two months ago, she joined my master class. And in the mindset master class, we had to jump on a Zoom, kind of like this, but obviously with a group of women. And she reached out to me on the first day and she goes, Danita, I don't think I can do this. And I go, why not? And she goes, well, I just can't sit and look at myself on a video for for that hour call every week. It's too much for me to look at myself. And I go, oh, okay. 
this class is going to be the most perfect thing you could possibly have ever done for yourself then. So I'm not letting you exit out of this. In fact, I'm going to do an interview with you and I'm going to make pull you in closer to it. She's like, oh, don't do don't do that. And I said, well, let's do a one on one call first. And that's where I found her loop. That's where I found what her sabotage cycle was. Now, in our mindset class, we actually show women what that is. We do it to every single woman on, in the master class because sometimes they don't know. They don't know what is going on. It's obviously a deeper part of the subconscious mind. And it isn't until you bring it to the conscious mind that you finally have that aha moment. But for her, when she finally realized what it was, she goes, oh my gosh. And I said, yeah. So the next step is to do the empowered actions. So we, we wrote out what her loop was and we wrote out what her self-love loop is. And she has now, I, okay, I can't even tell you, this girl, her, her transformation, not only in her mind, but her physical body is now coming with her mind. She is dropping the weight. She's going out in public. She's taking photos. She's running around with her best friend, going and meeting others, going and meeting guys. And her life, literally, like if I were to read some of her comments, it is life-changing, transformational, completely a whole different person. Literally, I'm like, girl, I cannot wait to see you in six months. You're going to be a whole, like, you're going to be married. You're going to be married and the most fittest person I've ever met. Like, so this, this girl is completely on the road of success faster than I've ever seen anyone else. And it's just because of, she was so done with that loop. She was so ready. And, um, and, uh, she's actually been on, um, two of my podcasts. She, I think she's, uh, I think the podcast is actually getting launched this Sunday. So I'll probably just have to tell you her name. Her name's Jennifer. And uh, she's a very openly about her transformation um, story. And so she'll be, she'll be out on our podcast, Booty Bands More Than Fitness. Awesome. Awesome. Good for her. Good for her. So, <clears throat> so what's your take on diet, right? So we have the low carb diet. I think there's like the fruit and nut diet. Um, there's um, there's a lot of different diets out there. So what what's your take on diet? Ooh, <laughs> my take on diet is that it's really confused and overwhelmed a lot of the women I speak to. At this point in time, they 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 really don't know what is going to work for them because they have tried every single diet program out there. And by the time I get a hold of them, they are like literally deer in headlights. They have no idea what's going on. And so they just are like, Danita, tell me exactly what to do. Like, that's kind of the point that they're at is like, I'm so, I, I'm so over trying to figure it out. And so what I do is the number one thing, I don't believe in diet. I believe that 80% of people that fail diet is inaccurate. I believe that 80% of diets fail people. And I believe that because there should be no such thing as restrictive dieting because the second you restrict yourself, you immediately go into like, I want it. You want it more. Um, I think keto is not sustainable. I think low carb diets are not sustainable. I think just eating fruits and nuts, whatever you just said, is not sustainable. So something that's not sustainable is not going to get you to your goals. So all of these fad diets that are coming out, again, we have an $80 billion industry for weight loss. $80 billion dollars. That's crazy, you guys. And what it is, is they continue to keep overwhelming, um, unclarifying, 
uh, miseducating everybody around them so that they just are staying in this toxic loop. And I'm like, I'm so fed up with it that I have um, completely dedicated my entire life. I quit my job, put my savings, sold my car, literally everything on the line. I have a whole entrepreneur story about how I suffered so much financially to give my heart, soul, and passion into this direction. And I'm not stopping. I will never give up. This is something I will I will die doing because I find it so satisfying to see the women that finally are able to overcome this toxic weight loss loop. And so really about dieting, it comes down to sustainability. I teach women how to do it sustainability. What are they doing? What are they, um, how to re-educate them slowly? Let them kind of start to understand the new different way, the new, new ways instead of weight loss, think of fat loss. So I re-educate them on what that is, how to start building lean muscle on their body so that the so that the muscle can burn the fat even when they're sleeping I make it so they work smarter, not harder. And um, I just uh, I have a lot of videos that I teach them about how to do that, speeding the metabolism, um, really do the macros the right way. F I say forget all the diets, forget it all. Find something that's sustainable and find something that can really be satisfying and something you can love. That's your answer. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So what do I want? So what about the um? Um, the, I guess the idea that eating three small meals a day or, or four small meals a day or eating every three hours, things like that. What do you, what do you think of that? Yeah. So what happens in this $80 billion industry of weight loss is, um, they'll come out with something new every single six months. Like so there's something new always, always there's like, Oh wait, no myth. Oh, that was a myth. Let's try this one. All right. There's all these different ways. Um, what I do is I take the person where they're at. I meet them at the place where they're at and I go, okay, you're having two meals a day. Well, we obviously know you're putting yourself in starvation mode. We don't want to do that. So what we're going to do is we're going to bump it up to three meals a day. And I just meet them where they're at. I just focus on being 1% better than what they were yesterday. So instead of being like, okay, we're going to completely change your whole lifestyle and we're going to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this. It's really overwhelming for people. That it, That's most likely not going to fit with their current lifestyle. So I meet them at where their lifestyle is, like I said, and, and slowly work them into the way to how it should be. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So... So tell tell me your steps. So so first you you change you identify the the um the negative toxic loop and then then what? What what's next? Yeah, so what's next? so um booty bands and barbells is built off of a three-step program. Um and that is really where we go into th so the three things. One is going to be the mindset, and that's what you just said. We find out what the self-sabotage loop is so we can rewire the subconscious mind so that you can start to really love yourself and find yourself in a self-love loop and start having the power and control over your life again and control over these voids that you're feeling. That's step one. Step two is going over your nutrition. Nutrition, I really find out where you're at, what you're doing, and how we can improve that being 1% better. So focusing on just um, learning the new, the new ways. The third step is learning how to do the workout. So instead of thinking about 45 minutes of uh, or an hour of cardio, focusing on 10 to 15 minutes of strength training and really, really um, 
diving into cutting fat and keeping the curves. That's a three step to success for us. Awesome. So you brought up nutri nutrition. So let's talk about that. So what, what, um, should we be taking in more protein? Um, you know, what can we do to, um, improve our nutrition? Yeah. So can I choose you personally? Sure. Okay, so we'll use you as an example, and so that way uh, I feel like stories and kind of you using something a little bit more realistic can, can help the viewers on the call. So the first question I would ask you is, how many meals did you get today? Um, well, I'm probably one of those people on starvation mode, um, so probably like two meals a day. Yeah. And again, there's no right or wrong answer. This is all about education. So, you know, I really focus on just like kind of going back into the place that you're not broken and that what you were taught is it was your journey and to embrace everything that is the past, letting go of the excuses and finding yourself in that self-love loop. And if you really tap into the heart, there's a massive vibration that actually extends 10 feet plus from the body of just the heart vibration. So tapping into that and centering yourself. So when you are connecting with me right now, being able to feel like there's not no right or wrong answer, but what we're gonna do is we're just gonna focus on bringing you 1% better than what you were, let's say yesterday. So. If you're at two meals today, then the the um, the challenge that I have would be for you tomorrow is to have three meals instead. Now, that doesn't mean three meals. That could just be two meals and a snack. So what that could be, something that I teach a lot of women, they're like, oh, but I don't have time or it's really hard to eat healthy or it's really um, it's expensive to eat healthy or whatever those ways are. I run around with a protein shake with me. I have probably one or two of these a day. So when on my busy days, I literally just throw water or milk into a, a container like this and run out the door. So um, that would be a challenge for you is have your two meals and then a protein shake. Is that something you can do? I think so. But then what about the meal itself? Like what kinds of food should I be eating? So let's dive into that. So now that we know how many, so we want to go into the quantity, right? I'm going to inch your way up. Eventually, I want to get you up to probably about five or six meals, but it really kind of depends on what your body is telling you. When your body is telling you that it's having cravings, it's actually a message that your body is trying to send you. What it's really trying to send to you is that your body is lacking nutrients. And so that's what happens is when you're only eating about two meals a day, you're gonna find yourself really having massive cravings. And especially as a woman, you might've found that around your menstruation time, the last two weeks of your menstruation cycle is when you're gonna have more cravings. And that's not built by just randomly. It's because your body around that time uses up 80% of the nutrients you've had all month long. So can you imagine a pregnant woman? <laughs> Like, right on, on top of that. So, so when you're having two meals a day and your cravings are through the roof, it really means that your body needs more nutrients. And the second I put somebody on three meals a day, but I focus on more nutrient dense food, immediately their cravings start to go away. So cravings, when you start to add more nuts and seeds and uh, vegetables and fruit into your diet, you'll find that the minerals are coming more from those items and making it so you have less cravings. So the, the sweets and the breads and the, the fatty foods and all that are, are going to be less tempting for you. So that's step number one. The next step is learning how to really um, balance out each one of your meals. So let's go back into today. My question for you is how many of your meals today had protein in them? I would say both of them, actually. 
Okay, and about how much? Would you say the majority of it or just a small percentage? Like what percentage of each one of those meals? If like, um, maybe give, you, give me your first meal so I can kind of break down the percentages with you. Okay, I had, what did I have today? Um, I had um, like a few empanadas with, um, with steak in it, like a Philly cheesesteak empanada, a few of them. Okay, so an empanada, um, it's it, an empanada, if I'm correct on this, is a wrap, right? Yeah, it's like um, a moon-shaped um, wrap that, that with like meat that's stuffed inside it, meat or cheese. Okay, so let's kind of write everything that would be in this wrap. So the wrap, obviously, cheese, steak, and what else? Well... The ones that I had in particular was was just the steak, but I'm saying in general that like you pack things into it. Um, but the ones that I had were had steak in it. Okay, and I know that empanadas um, they seem if I if I remember correctly um, they're they're deep fried, right? Like um, you wrap them in that with the steak and then you throw them in the deep fryer, right? Yeah, they're deep fried. Okay, and um, would you say that the amount of steak that's in there, would you say like it was like four strips of steak or was it like, like how big, like the size of your fist, like the size of your palm, like maybe just a couple fingers, like kind of a, give me an idea how much steak. Hmm, I would say the size of my palm. Okay, that's great. So that's probably around like four ounce, you know, anywhere from like three to four ounces maybe. Um, so I would say, like, if we were to break this down into a percentage, the first thing I do is I do is I I have um, the women send me their their food, and um, from there we start to figure out what the percentage is, just like what we're doing right now. So the percentage of this one meal, um, I would probably say, is going to be around 70 percent carbs, probably like twenty to thirty percent uh, protein, and maybe like. 20, 30% fats. Probably. <laughs> I mean, or give or take, you know, I'm just kind of throwing numbers, right? Or whatever. Yeah, but that yeah. that's amazing that you had protein. Um, the only thing is your carbohydrates, your fats are a little high on that. So um, things that I would do, and th this is what I would do. I would say still have your empanada. It's great. Love it. What I want you to do is um, we're missing a lot of fiber in this and fiber is what's going to make your waist small. And nobody ever told me this. My parents always said, well, eat your vegetables before you have your dessert. But they never told me why, right? And nobody ever tells us why to eat our vegetables other than, yeah, they're healthy for you. But like, as a kid, like, what does healthy mean, right? Okay, that's great. I live longer. I don't know. But when somebody were to say to you right now, if you were to have some vegetables on the side of this, the fiber cancels out the carbohydrate, therefore making it so your waist is going to be smaller the next day. Ooh, now you're talking to me. So what I would do is I would still have your empanada, but what I would do is I'd probably only do half of it. Or if you had, let's say maybe you had two or three of them. I would have only one empanada and then I would load it up with your favorite vegetables on the side. Broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a salad, whatever it is that you prefer. Now, some people don't prefer certain vegetables. So I won't, I don't want to say, oh, well, you should do this, right? You pick your favorite vegetables, but that right there, is how you're gonna be 1% better in just the percentage of your plate. Does that make sense? Right, so you're saying to eat less of the empanada and more of vegetables. Yeah, but here's the thing is, see how I didn't take away the empanada from you? See how I didn't put you on a diet? I didn't put you on a diet, I didn't restrict you. 
I just said, I'm going to take down the empanada and I'm going to put something that's also, I'm, I'm replacing the other empanadas with something that's healthier. So you still are able to get that satisfaction of eating the things that you enjoy. But what's interesting is if you do this over time, over and over and over, what you'll notice is that eventually over time, you're going to start to, to make healthier decisions. Now, this is called instead of restrict, it's called replace. Instead of being perfectionist, I talk about progression. So as I progress you through this stage, eventually you're going to get to the point where you're like, ooh, I found even a healthier option. And your taste buds are going to start to enjoy them. Believe it or not, you actually do change your stomach, your, your taste buds. Everything will transition and change, but it just takes slow steps as you go through that process. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm still enjoying what I love, but but eating more eating more fiber, for example. Eating yeah. More. Here's a perfect example. I think um, just uh, as we're on the topic of like food and nutrition, um, how often do you think to yourself calories in versus calories out? Pretty often. <laughs> okay. So that's probably one of the biggest hindrance that I've seen that the weight loss industry has done to the especially the female brain, is because when a female thinks to herself, okay, if it's about calories in versus calories out, I'll starve myself. Okay, that's easy. And I truly believe that people are, that are overweight are not lazy. These are hardworking people, but they're just doing it inaccurate. Now, it's because why? To eat only two meals a day, that's actually really hard. You're telling yourself all the time, nope, don't eat it. Nope. Don't eat it. Nope. Calories in. Nope. You're fat. Nope. Don't do it. Self-sabotage. So that mind of constantly telling yourself you're not enough, you're not good enough, et cetera, et cetera, right? Is a constantly putting yourself in a self-sabotage loop. But let's dive into really what calories in, calories out really means. Calories, let's, let's, let's just do an example really quick. If I had a thing over here of juice, Let's say this is a juice. Let's just say it's orange juice and it's a whole thing of orange juice. And let's say it's 200 calories. Okay. You with me? Yeah. Yes, I am. Over here, I've got a protein shake. Okay. And let's say it's the same amount of calories, 200. I put some milk in there and protein shake, juice. Okay. Same calories, 200 calories. Right? Yeah. Do they have the same results? No. Why not? Um... Because the, well, I guess the orange, well, the protein shake is more manufactured and the, the orange juice is natural, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go into this. So when I was gaining weight, I had uh, love handles. I couldn't fit into my jeans anymore. And I started, and I was only 20 years old and I was starting to gain weight and I couldn't seem to get I couldn't seem to lose it. No matter how little of calories I had, I used the excuse it was my genetics. I used the excuse that it was my age. I was 20 years old. But guess what I was doing? I was following the system. I was following the $80 billion weight loss industry where they were saying fruit is healthy for you. Yes, it is. But should you be drinking loads of juice? Hell no. And that's what I was doing. Instead of soda, I was like, I'll just drink juice. Juice has tons of sugar in it and it doesn't have the fiber in it. 
So what happens is you're spiking your blood sugar. It has no protein. Okay, well, this is a protein shake, but imagine the juice has no protein in it. And so you're just spiking your blood sugar. So I have a whole video about what, how you should really balance your blood sugar so that you can have a smaller waist. And it's just as simple as this. Have half of juice with a half a protein shake or have half a juice with a, pro, with a protein bar. What you're doing is you're balancing out your blood sugar instead of spiking it through the roof. Because when you take sugar and you add fiber and protein into the same meal, you're balancing out your blood sugar. Therefore, you're making it so your waist gets smaller. I don't know if this makes sense. There's a whole, probably should be a whole video <laughs> that we can go into. But if you go on to, um, um, I'll be launching it onto my YouTube channel here soon. I just shot it. I'm just, uh, the edit editing is just getting finished. But it's, go to the blood sugar video on um, Booty Bands YouTube. And I, I just showed, do a whole diagram about juice versus protein shake, a donut versus a, a salmon salad, like everything. Like I go through each one of these. And the thing is, is juice is not healthier than a protein shake, especially if you're trying to get into weight loss. And the reason why is because this doesn't feed the muscle. Juice isn't feeding the muscle. It's just feeding the fat if you're having too much of it. But a protein shake, you're feeding the muscle. Does that make sense? Right. So it's better to take in more protein than more sugar. Correct. And now I'm not saying to not have juice. I'm not saying to not have fruit. But what I am saying is my fruit that I have in the day is berries. Like in my oatmeal in the morning, I'll have like um, blueberries and raspberries. And that's my fruit. I don't drink my fruit. I eat my fruit. That's how it's supposed to be. Like that fiber that you have with it, the antioxidants are amazing. But I don't eat fruit the rest of the day. The rest of the day, I focus on vegetables and protein. And that's how I'm able to keep a 25-inch waist when before I had a 35-inch waist. So how I was able to go down 10 inches is, is clearly just the reason of how I've been able to manipulate my, my food. But, but let's go back to calories in, calories out. Wait a minute. Calories in, calories out. They were the same calories, but they're different results. So many people think that drinking fruit is okay. But they have no idea what it's doing to their stomach. And so with the second I teach women about when you balance out your fruit juice and start putting more protein and fiber, you can still have your juice. Just don't have a whole cup of it. Have maybe half a cup along with something else. And so now the results and what your body is going to do, your body is now going to be a fat burning machine. It's going to start working for you rather than against you. And so this belief of women thinking, I've got to have less calories. Do you see that's now been the problem? So what about like the low calorie sodas and the zero sugars and the, the diet snapples? Yeah. So like, okay, so low calories and the diet snapples and like, like artificial sweeteners and things like that. Well, what happens is I've done that. Um, the artificial sweeteners what it does is it naturally puts your your senses at a like a love for sugar this high. So you get accustomed to sugar this high. And so everything that you, every meal, every day, like your body becomes naturalized to like what you do every day. So you'll notice that you're in a habit and a routine and your body is going to tend to crave certain things that you had like in that week. So if I have tons of, I used to drink, or I used to have uh, artificial gum all the time, drink a tons of artificial sweetener, and it, it was just spiked clear up here, right? So everything I always wanted was always at this level. It wasn't until I did three months that I took a challenge and I said, I'm going to reduce my sugar intake, artificial sweetener, 
everything. And I'm gonna have as much sugar as I possibly can. And I'm just going to slowly do it. I'm not gonna be like, <laughs> I'm not gonna go from here to here. Remember, it's progression over perfection. So I just started weaning it out slowly. So instead of a full cup of juice, a half a cup of juice, things like that, right? If I was having the artificial sweetener, I would just start taking it down a little bit. What happened is my body naturally started becoming accustomed to it around here. So, so when you do that, then when I would have something sweet and it went up here, my body was like, oh, way too sweet. No, 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 no. Now I've gotten to a point I'm clear down here. And if I have something sweet, literally I'm like, whoa, 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 that's too much. Like I can have just like a tiny little sprinkle of like honey on my oatmeal where before I would be going crazy with sweetener thinking, oh, I'll get away with it. So again, it's progression over perfection. So slowly starting to bring down the sugar, artificial or not. Um, and the things that you said, such as like the low carb diets and the, those things like that, it's not about taking those away. It's remembering that the cravings you're having is coming from the lack of nutrients. So ask yourself, it's not about the calorie. It's about the nutrient dense of the calorie. Why? Because when you have nutrient dense in your calorie, you're going to have less cravings. You'll be able to not spike your blood sugar. You'll be able to balance out your hormones. You'll be able to have uh, less uh, stomach fat. I mean, the list goes on. So it's not about counting calories. It's about the density of your calories. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. All right. So we're going to start to wind down now. <laughs> um, so do you have any ad a final advice for the people listening? Maybe they're trying to lose fat, not lose weight, or, or maybe they need some uh, nutrition tips or, or, or anything, anything, any final advice that you would like to give to our viewers? Yeah, um, final advice. I mean, everyone's really different as far as their journey. And I don't want to put everyone into kind of a lump sum of everything. I do believe that your specific journey is very unique to you. But I will tell you the advice I can give you. It is possible. It's very doable for you. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your genetics. It doesn't matter your level. I will show it and prove it to you that you are absolutely able to transform. If you are following a certain method before, it's okay. I'm just going to focus on showing you how to progress towards the journey on how you can really fall not in love with yourself here, but also here. Loving yourself on both aspects and really transforming your life with its mind, body, and life. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. All right, you guys, I'm going to put up Danita's contact information on the screen here. So you can find Booty Bands and Barbells. They are all over social media. They are on Facebook. They are on YouTube, Instagram. You also said TikTok. What's your TikTok account? Booty Bands Official. Booty Bands, Booty Bands Official. They're on TikTok, so they're they're all over the place. And if you want to learn more about their their products, their services, you could also go to their website at bootybands.com. And I also am going to play a video that'll explain more about 
their services. So please watch and enjoy. Get the body you've always wanted with the number one home gym. You do not have to spend hours in the gym anymore because with the Booty Bands and Barbells Complete Home Gym, you can lose that muffin top and really sculpt to your best body. We provide you with the tools from the home gym and routines done for you to really look and feel your best. So as a bonus, you're going to get workout routines done for you with our top-rated fitness app, tasty, easy meal plans, and a positive, uplifting community. So don't miss out on these bonuses. You get the complete full barbell with the barbell shoulder pad, the full dumbbells, all four levels of your booty bands, all four levels of your body bands, the best tasting protein with your shaker bottle, the weight stand to hold everything together. Buying this complete gym saves you $93.94, limited supplies, get yours now. Awesome, awesome. So definitely take advantage of those services. That's it for our episode today. So that concludes our episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please check out our YouTube channel for more videos and clips. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Eventbrite. We're also on WhatsApp as well. And if you would like to learn more about our products and services specifically, you could come to our website, www.estepaheadtutoringservices.com. And one last thing before I go. Let me see, where is my banner? There it is. All right. We are also seeking donations to our crowdfunding campaign on ifundwomen.com. The funds will be used to keep our staff employed, offer free and low cost services, put on web series such as these where we share amazing messages like this one, and we reach out to families nationwide. So our unique link is scrolling right below. Please check it out and consider making a donation to our campaign today. No amount is too small. We, will, we appreciate any support that you can. And that's it for our episode. Tune in next time. I'll see you soon. Bye.